Welcome to the Injury Law Pod, the podcast that explores and demystifies the complex world of personal injury law. Each week, Missouri personal injury attorney Eric Bartlett dives into the legal issues surrounding personal injury cases to help you understand your rights and options when seeking justice and compensation for personal injuries. Join Eric as he shares his experience in real life case studies, interviews guests, and answers your questions about personal injury law. The information Eric shares will help level the playing field if you have a personal injury claim. So sit back, relax, and let's explore the world of personal injury law together. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Injury Law Pod. I am your host, Eric Bartlett, 27-year personal injury lawyer, and this is the podcast where we break down everything personal injury related try to make it simple, understandable to help you not get taken by the insurance companies. Dr. Evil, as I like to affectionately call them, one mission, that's to make money. And they do that by paying as little as they have to on claims. So you don't want to be the one that gets shorted if you have a serious injury claim. So today's episode, I'm going to talk about underinsured motorist coverage. And I've talked about it a little in the past uh, on our car accident series, Um, certainly delved into it, but I'm giving it its own dedicated podcast because I just can't stress the importance of having underinsured motorist coverage enough. So here's how it works. We all have uninsured motorist coverage on our automobile policies. So if you have a policy of insurance on your car, Missouri, Kansas requires uninsured motorist coverage on that policy. And uninsured motorist coverage is just that. If you get hit by an uninsured motorist, you have coverage on your own policy for damages you may have, injuries, things like that. So that's uninsured motorist coverage. It's required in Missouri, it's required in Kansas. But here's the kicker underinsured motorist coverage is not required in Missouri. It is required in Kansas. So if you're a Missouri resident, you probably, I'm going to say based on what I see, I'm going to say 60% of people probably have underinsured coverage on their policies. So 40% don't, you know, that may be high. It may be 50-50. I will tell you this, so many people that I run into all the time that have injury claims and need underinsured coverage don't have underinsured coverage. So let's talk about the why, the what, the how, all of those things. So Missouri, Kansas, 
the state minimum amount of insurance you have to have on a vehicle to be legally operating it on the roadways of the state is $25,000. That's $25,000 of liability coverage. And liability coverage is on your car to come into play if you cause a wreck. If you cause an accident, you hurt somebody, there's $25,000 of coverage there. There will be a separate coverage for property damage. So the $25,000 of liability coverage is for bodily injury claims. Somebody's hurt. So $25,000, $25,000, that's it. That's all that's required. Are you kidding me? It's been in place now for decades. It hasn't moved up. We are talking any type of moderate injury is going to quickly be a $25,000 claim. Let's run through a very frequent occurrence. There's a car accident. Somebody's taken by ambulance to the emergency room. They follow up with their doctor. They go into physical therapy. And then they're better after six months, eight months. That's probably a $25,000 claim. Your ambulance ride is going to be a grand. Your emergency room probably not walking out of there less than $4,000. Other doctor visits, physical therapy can be 7,500, 10,000. So now all of a sudden there's $15,000 in medical bills, six months of treatment, problems, pain. Maybe there was missed work, maybe two weeks of missed work. Add those in, lost wages, that's a $25,000 claim. It's just that easy. Now, fast forward to a more serious claim. There's a broken bone. It has to be surgically repaired. There's months of physical therapy. There's long-lasting permanent injury. There's a lot more missed time from work. Okay, now... You're well over 25,000. So what happens? What happens when you go over what that other person had on their insurance? Well, maybe nothing. So if there's no other insurance coverage, this is how the world works in reality. Because I hear this a lot from my people that I represent when there's this situation. Well, can we just sue them? Can we just go after the person? The answer is yes. Yes, you can. You can file the lawsuit. You can go get a judgment against them for the value of your claim, whatever that may be. And let's just say you got a $1 million claim. And the at-fault driver has 
Okay. So you got your $1 million judgment. You got this piece of paper it says John Doe owes you $1 million. Now what? You're going to go get your $975,000 out of John Doe? Nope. So more than likely, because John Doe was driving around with $25,000 of coverage, John Doe doesn't have a penny to his name. He doesn't have any money in a bank account. He makes very little money at his job. You're never getting that money out of John Doe. And John Doe, very well, if John Doe is married, anything that's jointly owned by his spouse, you can't go after that to satisfy your judgment. And the other kicker is John Doe can file bankruptcy and you're a creditor and bye-bye, you go out in bankruptcy. Yeah, it sucks. It's not fair, but it is what the law is. Lawmakers have not changed the requirements to have higher liability limits on cars. And so this is where we are today. So how do you protect yourself from that scenario? Well, it's up to you not to be driving around with $25,000 of coverage. It's up to you to protect yourself. And on the flip side, because generally speaking, what you have in uninsured and underinsured coverage, as far as policy limits, that's also going to be your policy limit for the liability coverage you carry in case you cause an accident. And so if you don't want to be the John Doe running around and causing problems, injuries, damages, and not being able to take responsibility, make sure whoever you injured is appropriately compensated, then you need to have higher limits on your insurance policy. But Eric, I can't afford that. Well, hold on. Yes, you can. You would be surprised. I just did this exercise with somebody here in the office that works for me. She had $50,000 of coverage on everything. She was a, she is a Kansas resident. So she had all the coverages. She had liability, she had uninsured motorist coverage, and she had underinsured motorist coverage, but all of them were 50,000. So I said, pull it up on your, your app, your insurance app. Let's play with the numbers. And first I said, just see how much more it is to go from 50,000 to 100,000. And she did that and it was gonna be like $10 more a month. $10 more a month to double the coverage she has. 
I said, okay, then let's just do this. Let's see what it is. Kind of the next bump up is usually $250,000 of coverage. There's no in between. I don't know why. That's how insurance companies do it. So she went on, she bumped everything up to $250,000 of coverage. And it was an additional, you ready? $6 a month to go from 100 to $250,000. So, you know, she's young. She had it in her mind, right? Well, I can only afford so much. I just, I need to have insurance, but I don't want to go crazy because it's going to cost me a lot. No, she has a perfect non-eventful driving record. So for her, she now has $250,000 of coverage. And, you know, that could end up being $225,000 that she may need someday. Let's hope not. But unfortunately, I see it every day. We're all out there on the roadways about every day. And if you're on the roadways, statistics are not in our favor. There's a high likelihood at some point you're going to be in an automobile accident. There's just no way around it. They're, they're, they happen all the time. There's a reason I have a job. There's a lot of car accidents. But now she's out there and she has a much better opportunity to get compensated if the scenario arises. And again, whether it's 25,000, again, maybe somebody hits her, then they have 50,000, right? They may be just where she was. Again, she has potentially $200,000 of her own coverage. And in Missouri, there's a state regulation. If you make a claim on your auto insurance policy out of an incident that is not your fault. So somebody else hits you and you're making an uninsured or an underinsured claim. An insurance company cannot raise your rates for that claim. Now, what I always tell my clients is I would never sit here and guarantee you that an insurance company won't do something stupid because I deal with insurance companies every day and they do stupid stuff all the time. But essentially there's a state law that says they can't do it. So there's just no reason why people don't have good solid coverage on their vehicles. Here's the other kicker. And this one really stinks but it's another reality. The majority of insurance companies in their insurance policies for their underinsured motorist coverage, again, we're talking the situation where the at-fault driver doesn't have enough insurance. Most insurance companies write into their underinsured coverage language. You ready for this? They get a set-off essentially a credit for whatever 
you get from the at-fault driver. So what does this look like practically? It looks like, let's say the at-fault driver has $50,000 of coverage and you have $250,000 of coverage and you've been paying for $250,000 of coverage, you actually only get coverage up to $200,000 on your underinsured motorist coverage. Not fair at all, right? You've been paying for $250,000 of coverage, but now you only get 200 of it. Or you can go up from there. Here's the one we see quite often. The at-fault driver has $100,000 of coverage. The injured person has $100,000 of underinsured coverage. They have actually no underinsured coverage because the insurance company they have has that set-off language in the policy. So this is why it's important to have a lot to try and make sure you're going to have some if you need it. There are, I will tell you, there are a few companies out there that don't set off the coverage. And two of those that I know offhand are State Farm and USAA, at least in Missouri. Again, there very well may be others, but right now, the majority that I see have the set off language. And again, I'm not recommending any particular company because again, that's a personal choice, but you can, you can Google insurance evaluations, reviews, things like that. And you can pretty quickly see who the leaders are in claim satisfaction. So people that have actually had to make claims, deal with the insurance companies, go through the claims processes, all that stuff. You can see the companies that generally are handling claims okay. I'm never going to say they handle them well. And I've got other podcasts that deal with why insurance companies stink. And you can watch those. But keep this in mind, you need to have a lot of underinsured coverage. You need to have a lot of coverage across the board. And I think you'll find pretty quickly if you have a good driving record, those types of things, you've, you've been thinking that, oh my goodness, it's going to be so expensive to be adequately covered. And it's not. It's just not. So please, if you're listening to this podcast, as soon as it's over, go and check your coverages, shop around, look for companies that don't do the set off and get fully insured. I want to give you two examples that are very recent in my world to drive this point home. So the first one is I have a guy who was seriously injured, spent 
over a week in the hospital, had to have surgery. He had an ankle injury out of a car accident. He had other injuries, but he had an ankle injury out of an accident. And his medical bills, after it's all said and done, his medical charges were over $140,000. That was the paid amount. And what do I mean by that? The charged amount that all the health providers actually charged was a lot more than that. His insurance company, his health insurance, they paid $140,000 on the medical bills. And if you know anything about how health insurance works, there's a charge, there's a contractual adjustment, a write-off, and then there's the amount the insurance company actually pays. And if you have a deductible, you're going to be paying some part of that as well. So on this particular example, there's $140,000 of paid medical and the ankle surgery failed and he has to have another one. And, and that's not even accounted for at this time. Well, the person that caused the accident had $100,000 of coverage on their vehicle. And that's it. And there was no underinsured coverage on my client's vehicle. And again, it's what I see a lot. And so we are left with $100,000 and his particular health insurance is through an employer that under federal law gets paid back when they've paid out medical bills that were caused by somebody else's negligence. So we had to work with that health insurance plan to come to an agreement on splitting up this $100,000 between my client and the health insurance company and some other outstanding medical bills that were still remaining as balances, things like that. So my client is not by any stretch of the imagination getting fully compensated for the significant impact this has had on his life. He's still not back to work. This has been months now and doesn't even know whether he'll be able to return to the work he was doing because he had a physical type job. It requires him to be on his feet. It requires him to be able to lift and do things and he can't do it. So that's one real life example if if there had been underinsured motorist coverage, it would have come into play and could have provided more compensation. The other one is even sadder because it involves the death of someone. So I represent the widow and two daughters of a man who was killed. And exact same scenario, $100,000 on the at-fault vehicle. 
for somebody that was killed and this lady has a disability the the widow and he was her primary caretaker and after he died she had to move in with her sister for care and every dollar that she could get is crucially important to her and unfortunately there's not enough there's just not enough with a hundred thousand dollar policy when all of a sudden now there are needs that are arising for her care because her caregiver is gone i mean it's a great thing that her sister is able to step in and help but that's certainly not fair to the sister and this widow she obviously feels like a burden and you know if there had been adequate insurance arrangements could have been made for caregivers and all for the needs that she has and unfortunately as a personal injury lawyer i can't unwind the situation i can't go back in time i can't make more money appear right what's the question that comes from clients like these can we sue can we get more somehow and as i already explained i have to tell them what i just said on this podcast we cannot realistically we cannot we are left with working with what we've got and maximizing it to the best that we can so please please underinsured motorist coverage go out get it make sure you've got it and get as much as you can price it see what the steps up are and remember 250 that's one number it goes up from there that's not the end you can always get more so make sure you've done that homework so if for some reason tragedy strikes you are in a position at least financially to help yourself get compensated meet the needs that all of a sudden in a life-changing moment have arisen until the next episode please be safe be well and i'll talk to you soon